Full of Sound and Fury is a podcast for adults, by adults, containing adult language. Listener discretion is advised. There is literally no good place to come into one of these podcasts. <laughs> Never. No. It rare rare is the occasion when I'm the one that's in here first. <laughs> all of my shit works, which means something's about to crash. <laughs> we all just went silent waiting. Yeah, we're just, we're just waiting. <laughs> Bated breath. It's bound to happen anytime. <laughs> no? We good? We good there, AT&T? Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, let's roll. Well, let's let's press on. Uh, welcome to Full of Sound and Fury Podcast, number 105, titled TBD. I'm sure we'll get there. I'm Cyrus Morazadi of Kirkland, Washington, slash greatswordstudios.com. Uh, with us, straight from the uh, from filming The Day After Tomorrow 2, uh, colon, Dawn of Justice, our, is Ariel Rodriguez. You forgot the verses. Yeah, I was going to say, it was more like Ariel V. City <laughs> Utilities for... <laughs> Squad of legislative idiots. <laughs> you can amend that, right? The, the Zack Snyder cut. <laughs> <laughs> Fix that in post. Some people are still living the Snyder cut. They still don't have water. I thought that was just, I thought that was Michigan's thing. No, <laughs> there's, there's like anymore. literally apartment complexes that don't have running water still. Like hundreds of people in the city here in Austin. Yeah, I had a neighbor most. get an eight hundred and fifty dollar water bill today. Ouch. Also with us, with a uh, $850 water bill, is uh, Keyshawn Xavier. <laughs> Ouch, my butt. Well, um, I guess we'll start there. The reason this episode is coming out in March, <laughs> not February, is uh, we have a couple of Texans who just were in pure on survival mode. Who 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 had it worse? <laughs> I did. I'm, I'm going to go and vote Keyshawn. Yeah. Oh, so you've heard this story. No. I've heard I've heard parts. I've seen I've seen social media posts and various things. I'm and you know it's it's hard with one kid. So if you got three, I'm just going to go ahead and just seed the the territory. Right oh, away. Oh, oh, I have parents. Oh right, yeah, I saw that. I saw posts about that. So for sure, you go first. Tell your tale of woe. Ah, I mean, yeah, we we didn't have it that bad. We lost water, but had power and heat the whole time. Uh, oh, that's good. Lack of water with an with a one year old and uh, no ability to get uh, groceries like milk uh, became a challenge, but uh, we overcame. Uh, a lot of harvesting of ice from my backyard. I uh, didn't expect to have to put on my, my parka that I, I last wore regularly in college in the Northeast and uh, go out into my in my very own yard and spend a couple of hours pulling ice into styrofoam chests to then drag into my home to dump into my bathtub um multiple days of that uh, yeah don't you don't they don't you don't conjure that image when you think about texas you know but anyway we 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 muddled through ah, i stopped it. myself from saying the first thing terrible thing in the fourth minute <laughs> <laughs> hashtag growth doesn't help the podcast though go for it <laughs> Content does make it. It makes it easier easier for me to uh, edit it afterwards, though. Like, nope, can't put that in. Nope, can't take. Can't put that in. Oh, oh, wow! I was really mad there. 
I didn't know you did that kind of editing. Now I can feel more comfortable. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll pick up. We uh, we we had no pattern. There wasn't like we were out. It was like we'd have it, and then it, the power would be gone. It would come back. It was just completely random. What we that's had. worse. That's worse, right? Because you can't plan. You have just no no idea. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was kind of uh, the the one good part was. You know, we needed to have electricity to our gas switch for our uh, uh, for our fireplace, and so I was a little afraid that we'd start it and then it, you know not be able to stop it uh, if the power's out. But we went ahead and risked it because the house was getting ridiculously cold. So we threw up after several rounds when we thought, okay, if this isn't going away, we turned on that fireplace. So at least there was a five foot square foot area that was warm in the house. That was good, and uh, honestly, the you know the, with the kiddos, it wasn't a, much of a problem or anything. It was uh, just you know trying to squeeze. You know, all right, we got to make a meal. We got to make it fast because we don't know how long this is going to last. <laughs> you know, we got to do this or boil this water, that kind of thing. Fill up all the tubs. You know, we filled the tubs real fast. I, I was pretty paranoid about the water situation, so we filled all our tubs before the uh, before things went to crap. That would have been a special kind of hell for a civic engineer. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I could talk about all the sorts of behind-the-scenes things that were going on across the state, and I'll just end up pissed off with a headache. That's why I started drinking before this podcast. But uh, uh, the, 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 the true chaos began on day three when uh, you, your parents, as they get elderly, you know, they will lie to you with reckless abandon and tell you, we're fine, we're okay. <laughs> and uh, uh, without going into too much detail, they were not okay. <laughs> and so um, I got to a point where I was like, I have to go. I've got to go get them, which, you know, is bad enough. I, uh, see, seeing them during normal times is, is uh, fraught with strife and uh, during things like this. So made my way up there and let me. Now, how, how did you discern the lie? If I can stop you for a second. It's actually assuming the lie. There, there comes oh. a point when you realize that <laughs> it's pretty much a straight-up lie, just like your kids. You know, you just start picking up on it. Oh, no. this It's, it's because, just like when you're dealing with a child, when a child, like, hides behind the, the curtain and you can see their feet sticking out from the curtain and they think they are as well-hidden as could possibly be, but you have a functional adult brain, and you can see that there is no question <laughs> that those feet are sticking out from that curtain. That kid is a little moron, but you, you don't think, oh, well, that kid's an idiot. This just doesn't have a fully developed brain. Well, there's another end of that spectrum, and at about 65, that brain starts going downhill. And uh, the, you end up with the same situation where they will lie and say, oh, we're fine. But then you'd be like, Oh yeah, he's he's got screaming diarrhea in the backyard, you know, and they'll say it, in, <laughs> or something like that, where you're like, "Is that a Jaeger? What what the hell is that?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're fine. That's yeah. a good Jaeger name, right? <laughs> <laughs> or a really bad bad or, weekend in Thailand. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's there's your first candidate for pod podcast. <laughs> A bad weekend. Or in the thing I have to edit out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one or the other. 
<laughs> Either lean into Fine it line. or flee. So anyway, uh, you, you hear enough little passing comments and you're like, I don't care that they're telling me don't come. I think I've got to go. And it's like they don't have any food. They don't have any running water. They don't have any heat. They've got nothing. The house is like at 35 degrees. and you know, But you've got to balance that with driving through Texas traffic through a blizzard. Yeah, <laughs> and- ice, ice roads, right? Yeah. No, no, I, I was not afraid of the ice roads at all. It was the other morons on the road that were the absolute worst part about the entire experience. The drive itself would have been no problem whatsoever, except all the other people doing things that just, you, it, it's kind of like if you're driving along very carefully and slow, and there's a car sitting at the, the stop sign that wants to pull out of a target in front of you. And they will pull out because they're presuming that you have the capability to slow down, stop and turn or that you're going to. Right. And inevitably what you see is these cars start to break and then just sliding and plowing right into the car that pulled in front of them. And and it was just a, a, you know, nonstop things like that where people were deciding, you know what, I'm going to drive in the, uh, I'm not going to drive in a lane at all. I'm going to drive over in the uh, shoulder. And then those cars start kicking. Fuck it, Ma. Yeah. Please just take the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> I saw cars driving in the shoulder that was kicking shit up on all these other vehicles. And then those vehicles are having wrecks. And then the car that's on the shoulder starts spinning and sideswipes another vehicle. I, I saw, uh, let's see. <laughs> I saw a cow on the roof. <laughs> no. Um <laughs> It's starting to sound like a driving in Russia video. It, it was like that. It was very much like that. The most dangerous part of the entire ride, was, well, for the first half of the ride going up there, was South Austin. It was just chaos. It was so dangerous. People just flying all over the place into each other and, and having their own individual wrecks by themselves. And You just see a car just slide and go off into a ditch. And just they just were not not going slow enough and, and not anticipating turns and you know all that kind of stuff. And I managed it dodging them was the trick. That was the real, <laughs> you know, I, this guy's a moron. I gotta stay away. And you know, trying to and not every lane was clear. They did try and sand certain th- areas and things like that. Oh, and so inevitably, like in, on So there's a sand Boston, dune and everything else is ice. <laughs> Yes. yes. I've seen the work of uh, Austin's sand crews. It's, mm-hmm. it's yes. laughable at best. Yeah, one lane of sand dune, and <laughs> the, the other lanes aren't cleared, and so people are like still wanting to pass the people in the sand dune, and then you've got somebody going five miles an hour. And and I, I'm not mad at going slow, but you could go probably 20 and be safe, but you'd have somebody that would go five. And I wouldn't be mad at that, except that's all the other morons that go, well, now I've got to pass this guy going five miles an hour. Right. And so then they punch it and try and pass him, and then they're off into you know, another ditch. In the sand dune. <laughs> yeah. yeah this, in the sand trap is what I was right. going to say. <laughs> yeah. And, and that was just getting to 35. And funny enough, 35 was pretty good. But there was a, another video game aspect to this, where... 35 in Austin, once you get to the north part of town, is essentially three lanes going north. So I don't know why that TxDOT did this, but they decided that they would take care of two of the lanes. But which two lanes 
was anybody's guess. So it would start <laughs> off like with the right. If you go one, two, three, two and three would be clear. One would be covered in ice. And then you'd go a mile or two. And then one and two are clear, but three's in ice. It, or, or the typically the middle one was better off than most, but it would change over the course of getting up there. And that was going northbound. Then <laughs> I haven't even picked up my parents yet. I'm just telling you the hell of getting up there, right? You can edit this down to whatever the funny parts are in post. But uh, I managed to get up there, and then it took about two hours just to you know help them. And you know, you get there and immediately find out how bad off things really are. And, you know, it, it, it's pretty dark, pretty dark. And uh, uh, so it's like helping them get their things together. When did you put a scarecrow in? It, oh, oh. <laughs> No, that's your that's your cousin. There, <laughs> he didn't no come such, back last night. There's no such thing as rapid movement with elderly people. Uh-uh. I, I mean, particularly like, okay, you might be with us for a week or two, so we need to make sure we have all of the drugs that keep you alive, and uh, how rigorous you have to be when they have no recollection of what those drugs are. Oh <laughs> they, man, and. Uh, uh, they've got they've got a big giant. My favorite's box. when they respond with colors. They have the box of drugs, <laughs> is what they have. They yeah. have a giant behemoth box of all the drugs, yeah. except for some of the drugs, and that's the real fun of it. Is Dang you think, it. okay, I've got the box of drugs, we're good. No, no, <laughs> there's there's these other ones. Well, where are those? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I need the first drugs to remember where I put the second drugs. Come yeah. on. <laughs> and of course, I'm not like geared up for cold weather i had a, a good parka but i don't i, I have like running shoes so I, I spent hours i'm carrying everything out to the van to uh, to load all of their stuff and i'm walking through about a foot and a half of snow and my feet are just frozen solid yeah. and trying not to slip and of course there's like anyway it's treacherous the ride back was a thousand times worse than the ride up there I, for two reasons. One, west. so you're going southbound, so you're on the west side, and the wind was coming from the west. It's westerly wind. Uh-huh. And so the western side of 35 was far more icy and treacherous than the eastern side. And every underpass you go over was just solid ice. And so you'd want to prepare for it, you know, and kind of slow down as you're coming to the underpasses. But invariably, the guy over on your right, the 18-wheeler or the truck is just plowing through and sliding and going, going, you know, about 15 degrees crooked and sliding. And then they come out and you're just, whoa, you know. And meanwhile, and I thought of I thought of Cyrus, as a matter of fact, a couple of times because I, I, I remember distinctly <laughs> that... Cyrus one time, I, I can't remember how he was driving or what exactly he was doing while he was driving, but I said something and he called me his own personal 3PO. <laughs> and I had two 75-year-old 3PO's in the passenger and rear seat at all times when they weren't hissing whenever something, you know. <laughs> oh, God. When they weren't doing that, it was... Let me tell you about the time that I nearly died in this ice wreck. Or let you know, let, or you, you really need to start slowing down here. And I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> You're, meanwhile, they're completely oblivious when the real mortal peril is about to happen. 
and they're just talking away, just blah, 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 yeah, and I'm, you know, my butt is puckered like Cameron's in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, just mm, the entire ride. Uh, got them to the house. We fed them, warmed them up. Got <laughs> Regretted them all this immediately. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. The, the surviving the ride was half the adventure, and I won't even go to the fact that one of them's on water pills. So, like that be- that means uh well Cyrus will know you you need to urinate quite a bit and oh, okay. <laughs> like a puppy <laughs> and what would be an, what would be an hour often hour, and without it, warning <laughs> it was like a three and a half hour drive so by the mm. time we made it to the house it was just getting dark I had left in the morning and between the loading and everything else it was 6 30 getting dark we are pulling up we get to my driveway and we can't get up my driveway. Took 30 different tries to get up the goddamn driveway. We sanded it. Finally got out there with shovels, me and my wife and my daughter. And we're literally hammering the ice. And we shovel the driveway to be able to get ourselves up the driveway and into the house where we can get them inside. I'll, I'll leave it with my favorite part was we, we got to Sunday, took them back home. So they're with us for five days or so, so four days, maybe I, I've lost track, but uh, I get them to the house and we're talking about, all right, if there's another cold snap or something like this, what can we do better this time, next time? And I was like, you really need to have some kind of like solar power generator, something or other, and a space heater just to keep you warm. And they're like, we've got that. Really? <laughs> and I find the solar panels. I find the generator. Oh my God. I find the space heater. And I said, well, why don't you, why didn't you use this? And the answer was, well, the, the space heater would drain the, the, the charger. It would drain it quickly. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm like, well then recharge it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait right? for the next day. The sun will recharge it. Yeah. Even if you've got heat for a little while, heat up one room and stay in that room. In their defense, certain news outlets, which I will not name, but I, I'm sure you can surmise, have been telling them that that is actually not true, and oh. or a, a hippie plot. <laughs> right? Yeah, solar. <laughs> this was all solar's fault. Every, yeah. every 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 kilowatt hour funds Antifa that you yeah. generate from the sun. <laughs> oh. oh, and I, I, two tries. I, I took two attempts to try and explain and or understand what was going on there and I, I could not get through and rather than gnaw my arm off I, I just stopped had my own little aneurysm privately and drove <laughs> home now now this week uh, I got the call on Monday they just bought the area's first all-electric uh, Ford Mustang <laughs> what Mm-hmm. But that'll drain the charger. <laughs> no, actually, the charger. Time, is, time is a flat circle. <laughs> the charger is hold for two months. So they can take their vehicle, their new vehicle, to the dealership and charge it for six hours so they can drive it. <laughs> and they they wanted to come down and visit. So they, they came down on a spur of a moment yesterday. Now, mind you, they have no immune system. <laughs> They're. They literally have no immune system. 
if they get COVID, they're dead. But they decide they've already gotten their first shots on Monday. Oh, they were coming. So they came down, and uh, long story short, that they came down, and uh, I got to see the car, and uh, they'd already dented it. <laughs> oh. They brought it back from the dealership and ran into something in the garage <laughs> on the drive back from the dealership from picking up the car, and then the little. The little uh, sunglasses thing where you like press the the, the press the thing in and it pops out. Yeah. They know how to work that, so they wedged their fingers and pried it open and broke that too. So I've just been having parental aneurysms for the last couple of weeks. That's my tale of woe. Want to end the podcast? Here? What, did, what, what, <laughs> did you, what did you make that drive in? Oh, oh, the, the minivan. <laughs> Jesus. I, I, it was really a tough debate between my car or our minivan, and I decided, well, the minivan's older, and if it gets destroyed, that's better than the new vehicle, <laughs> and it's bigger. So if I get plowed into, I'm prob I might be safer <laughs> because just because question mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. I had that debate. I really did because like the newer vehicle has all the fancy, you know, save you features, right? Versus the minivan, which is like you're already great for death. So you know, they, they don't really save you; they just let you know momentarily before you die that you're about to die. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm talking about like the side airbags and stuff like that, as opposed to the minivan. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I aired on the with uh, the minivan for several reasons. One, they could they could readily get in and out of the vehicle, as opposed to the car. They can't if we get them into the car, they might not be able to get out of it. Too low to the ground, which you know, obviously, let's buy a Ford Mustang. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> An electric Ford Mustang. <laughs> All electric Ford Mustang. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. is a bitch. <laughs> yeah. But I couldn't ride any of this stuff on Facebook. <laughs> You're getting this raw, the raw, unfiltered feed here. You could put it on any other thing, though, because all, yeah, uh, all people only go to Facebook and they stopped there. <laughs> well, so I would. I TikTok would, to your heart's content, my yes, friend. Yes, yeah. Except about two or three years ago, my father got on on Twitter and created an account. And then his first... I, I think I read this. This is the one they made the CBS show about with Shatner, right? About, but he only made one post. Mm. He only posted one time and probably forgot how to log into it. Um. And the post was, I sure am sad that my son doesn't like my fish. And that's because he logged into f Twitter. And what he did is he went back and scrolled through every post I'd written over the last decade and found one post where he had cooked some fish and uh, did not cook it enough that it was raw. It was it was supposed to be one of those like thick tuna type things, you know, the tuna yeah. steak, the tuna yeah. steak. And it was raw in the center of the tuna steak. And it was everything I could do to try and slip that tuna steak into the trash without being spotted. Because my father was so proud of this tuna steak. And I had posted, I was like, trying not to retch from this raw tuna steak. I'm <laughs> you could probably find it. And sure enough, that son of a bitch went back through a decade of my posts, found the one that he was not happy with. That was his single and only post for all of eternity, forever and ever. I am so sad that my son, my son did not like my tuna fish. <laughs> tuna steak. There's a lot so, to unpack here. Because Ariel yeah. and I are, are in the uh, 
awkward thing of having to tell you that your dad did it right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the tuna steak is supposed to be raw in the center? Yes. yes. That's disgusting. <laughs> the, the nation of Japan would disagree with you. <laughs> Wait a minute. But if you're eating raw fish, I get it. Like sushi or something like that. But you're telling me you're supposed to grill a steak, cook the outside of it, but not... You sear it to lock yeah. in the, the, the taste and flavor. Like most of it. <laughs> There's like a difference in textures that you kind of experience from the outside to the inside. And uh, let me tell you something. One hundred percent motherfucking certainty. My father was completely ignorant to the subtleties of how the Japanese prepare their culinary. Regardless, <laughs> regardless how he landed, he landed correctly on that. <laughs> It may have been a crash landing, but he landed. <laughs> it was a crash landing, but that was disgusting. <laughs> Not raw. I couldn't do raw. Pink. I, could I was, do raw. I I was looking at. I was looking at Cyrus's face as, as you're describing this this tuna this tuna steak <laughs> on the video, like, and I'm like, oh, who's gonna tell? Him? Yeah, that's awesome. like, mm. Also, tuna always pink. <laughs> I'm the idiot. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Well, he found it and couldn't stand it. And now, three, four years later, I still can't post freely because I'm like, he might get on there and find me again. <laughs> I'm, I'm running the risk he ever finds these podcasts. Jesus Christ. I don't think he can figure it out. I think, I'm, I think I, there's enough technological hurdles in place. I don't know. We're on a lot of, we're on a lot of services now. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep that Keyshawn name going, motherfucker. Oh, oh. <laughs> that sounds like a truly miserable week. <laughs> but you know what made it better? Segway. WandaVision <laughs> made it better. Indeed. How much better, Ariel? I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't have it as bad as uh, Keyshawn. But uh, I mean, I've been. I've been enjoying it week to week. Uh, quite. A, quite a bit. Um, I think uh, there was a point, like kind of at the, in the meta, at, at, at a meta level with the show, where I gave up looking at theories or thinking about theories and decided, you know what, this, some of this stuff just sounds balls to the walls crazy, and I'm just, I'm not, I'm just gonna let them tell the story they want to tell, and it became even more enjoyable <laughs> at that point because uh, I was, I was too, I was too in the headspace of like, what are they trying to do? What are they, what are they, you know, trying to set up for the next? set of movies phase you know four and five and uh, it, it just it's like no i'm just gonna i'm just gonna enjoy the ride i was there enjoying the ride from the beginning but it, as things started to kind of get unveiled like that episode four i think where they had um sword they talk about sword and then they got to go through monica rambo's uh backstory and everything that's when like the the, the gears start turning. I'm like, uh, okay, okay. A couple episodes after that, a couple weeks after that, I was like, this this is getting to be too much. And I'm and I'm glad I did, given where we ended up at the end. I think one of the fairer critiques of it, if I were going to give it, is it the first couple. It was a, they weren't giving me quite enough to uh, to chew on. Right. After the, after those first three, but then of course uh, everything kicks in the high gear with the fourth episode, where we we see it from we see Wandavision from the outside. And then it gets super good, and then of course I think it's episode five where we have the we have the, the holy fucking shit moment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
which ended up not being that big of a deal, but was right. super fun in the moment. Oh, yeah. You're right. Thank I you. think the condensed episode one and two into one and giving us a little bit more. I mean, I think they were smart to to air to like put those both out at the same time because yeah. I think it it kind of yeah would have, I think people would have been much more sour getting started if you had those separated by a week yeah It'd be like what what is this you know a little too much I think right like they, they definitely start out pretty slow yeah but I loved it I loved same. it and that big reveal oh man that was mind bending yeah. Which and I think I think we, all three of us had this uh, exact scenario. We didn't immediately had to explain to everyone else in the room we were watching it with <laughs> while, while we were losing our shit. Right. <laughs> and twenty five years of failed, <laughs> <laughs> just disappointing cinema that <laughs> that it all came rushing back. Yeah, I'm holding up various DVDs. Bankruptcy. <laughs> One of which is under the couch to level it out. Right. <laughs> It's all connected. <laughs> yeah, that's it's interesting. It's interesting how like Agnes Agatha Harkness like you know made a fake Pietro for to mess with Wanda, but it's like oh yeah, and they also made this fake Pietro to mess with the audience. Like it's like oh yeah, the, there's another level of uh, uh, tomfoolery there that I, I enjoy thinking about. <laughs> really got people in a tizzy. I think it's probably safe to assume that this was the uh, Marvel Studios show that we were probably all the least excited for i think across the fandom and given that it was a pretty much unbridled triumph it just gets you more and more excited for what's coming out later this year oh just in a couple weeks right Mm -hmm. yeah well the first one we they keep they're gonna keep peppering us with this shit (laughs) good we need it yeah i actually feel like i've forgotten one i know we get we get uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and weeks, as you said, Key. And then I think after that, it's Loki, right? Yeah, right. June. Is there one more? Yeah, Black I think. <laughs> well, the movie, yeah, but like I think there's another TV show that we're we're due in 2021. I just forget what it is. Secret, mm. okay. isn't it? Secret War or is, uh, Secret Invasion, or is it? Um, is it Miss Marvel? Oh, there's that one too. Oh, Hawkeye. Sorry, Hawkeye. There's Hawkeye. That one. There we go. There we go. That's the one. Yeah. I've seen stills for that already. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have the movies. Oh, yeah. When we can have movies again. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I assume those are just going to keep sliding back (laughs) as until the vaccine, you know, uh, penetration has, uh, you know, in terms of the population has a certain certain number. Have you guys, have you guys seen the leaked set footage? Uh, pics of Natalie Portman. I Portman. saw it this morning. I'm so glad you're bringing it up. Oh my! I, I have not. I, oh my God! Do you think it's real? Yes, I do. Because it looks like her head on someone else's body to me. <laughs> I think it's real. <laughs> I, I honestly, God, think she has become ultra ripped, <laughs> like just bodybuilder size. It looks like she could take over the part. From uh, uh, the woman that's been ousted from Mandalorian, Gina Carano. Yeah, hmm. I never thought that Natalie Portman could pick me up and rip me in half, and I'd be so happy about it. If it's real, that's awesome because typically actresses, when they uh, quote unquote get fit for a, a fight role, they immediately lose ten pounds, mm-hmm. and I have to go bang my head against the wall. Yeah, she looks badass. I hope to pray to God that's real. 
That's awesome. So she's she's going to become Thor, right? I mean, we're, that's that's okay. where they're headed, presumably. Okay. If that if this is real, I don't think she signs back on unless that's the story from from Watiti. Yeah, that divorce after Dark World was pretty was pretty bitter. Yeah, this is going to be glorious. <laughs> who who knew Thor would be the the longest living franchise? Oh, I love <laughs> you it. Go back to like 2012, 2015, and you're like, okay, you got Captain America, you got Iron Man, you got Thor. You know, like which one of these, you know, the the three starting franchises is going to be the one that has at minimum four movies, you know, like plus plus. Right. Who knows where this Natalie Portman Thor will 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 end up. I would not have guessed Thor. Thor was not going to be my first choice. (laughs) Is it it just old bastard of me to feel like, well, it depends on how successful those actors, other movies are, because I feel like. The more successful. The other actors were the less likely that their franchise would continue. And, Just because uh, it cost too much to to keep them around, you thinking? Yeah, yeah. That uh, you know they can make, make them in elsewhere, but if they're not making them in elsewhere, then you know we can have them forever here as long as we can milk it. Thankfully, there's enough budget Hemsworths out there that can take other parts. I well, I think to that to that point, I think part of what helps is Chris Hemsworth actually really does like to work out, mm-hmm. um, and, and to keep that bill because eventually, like Hugh Jackman wants to eat a hamburger, <laughs> and he just like, I, you know what, guys, I can't, I can't keep being Logan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I haven't had bread in seventeen years. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was going to say the lame Miz part just perfectly works. <laughs> he didn't have to do any research or any like you know centering of his. Self for that role. <laughs> Just that gets that gets tough after a while. Yeah, I mean, I guess in 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 Robert Downey Jr.'s defense, they wove Iron Man into a bunch of other movies, so it wasn't like it was just three Iron Man movies and they're done. He was like a critical part of the fabric of the MCU and lots of different movies, Civil War, oh, sure. you know, far, uh, Homecoming. But like, I would, I just wouldn't have guessed we'd have four. Thor movies, presumably plus more. Like uh, it's really cool. Don't get me wrong. I'm in, I'm enjoying the, what, the the output here, but uh, crazy to think about. Just for going back to 2012, it's one of the more surprising developments from the canon for sure. I think I, I would have it second behind Guardians of the Galaxy being really good, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh huh, or existing period, <laughs> or or two Ant Man films. My God, yeah, yeah with a third on the way. Yeah. <laughs> or, or West Coast Avengers, guys. That's what it's, we just watched. Pretty yeah. much. West Coast Avengers. They could barely keep that comic going. And it was done brilliantly. I keep on thinking, man, surely there's going to come an, a, a character that they, they can't do this with. That no matter how much skill they have. Oh, so that's a good question. Who do you, if there's a character out there that you think would have that risk, the higher risk, not that they can't do it, because by God, they've done it with all of them now. So they get, they get all of our uh, credit uh, that they can do miracles with anything. But if there was a character that has a higher risk than the others, what character would you pick that they could not do? Or would at least, I shouldn't say that they couldn't do, that the higher risk that they couldn't do, they couldn't pull that off. We, we they already answered this. We did. They inter- answered it definitively on ABC within humans. <laughs> oh yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> you don't think you don't you don't that's think the comic that has failed seven times that I can recall? 
And it is it was a complete bomb on the on television. That's <laughs> fair. That's fair, but that wasn't really the movie, guys. If the Inhumans were I think if they really tried to give it a go with the Inhumans on, on, on in television, uh, not in television, but, but if they were trying to redo it and do it right, I mean, I, I always had the impression that, that was under a different umbrella, uh, even though it had the Marvel stamp on it. It was another production company. I have a non-joke answer, but I want to hear from Ariel first. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. I don't think I have an answer right off the top of my head. I'd have to think about it for a while. I'm terrified of Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. I I am extremely it's curious so about that. <laughs> I mean, they could they could make. I mean, they've they've tried to make them non-white. It's just the nuclear family as uh-huh. a. I mean, Incredibles aside, and Incredibles I think harkens back to a time where that kind of makes sense. But to fit it into the MCU, I think that is a hell of a challenge, and I want to see what they do. Yeah, it, I feel like it, it's very 1950s. I don't know. I feel like you could make a family that didn't act like the 1950s. You could do a family today that would be entirely it required. Different. It's not broken. A family of explorers yeah. still works, but they're they're gonna have to go really hard with a retool, and I don't know if they're prepared to do yeah. it. Yeah, and there's a lot of potential missteps there. I just think they can't. They can't make it. I think a family dynamic works really well, like in a comedy, like a sitcom type of thing for it to be really serious. I think that's like in a modern, in a modern day setting, I think that's going to be a challenge. I'm, I'm well, just to keep, keep everything kind of cohesive and not seeming like just oddly fake or trying to harken back to the fifties or sixties or something. Yeah. If they, if they really want to modernize it and keep it relevant, it's going to be having an enemy. That's an elderly parent. That. <laughs> I think you could really explore the space of the whole family <laughs> dynamic. With it starts with them buying a Ford electric Ford Mustang, an electric Ford. Yeah, Mustang. No, no, hang on. Now, at the risk of spoilers, I, isn't that the plot of Robert Kirkman's Invincible? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I've never actually read it, but I, I swear, <laughs> I, I, I think I saw that twist somewhere. <laughs> He's not elderly, though. He's like, you know, 45, 50. I'm talking old geezer, just constantly shredding Reed at every opportunity. And he's just, Reed's the smartest right, man on the planet. Tell him how, all the things he you did here. He, he's doing wrong while he's driving the Fantastic car down 35. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Ooh, I wouldn't have done that with Mole Man. That's right. <laughs> Nothing will defeat Reed quicker. Attacking. <laughs> Why is that guy in a surfboard? Tell me you wouldn't watch that movie. <laughs> and if they stuck true to canon, wouldn't the wouldn't the dad be like Warlord or something like that? What was the name of his father? That was that old comic. They they kind of retooled him to be Reed's dad. It was the Warlord. Was that what it's called? What? Oh come! Uh, oh now. Uh, You'll have to Google it because we're talking an esoteric 70s, 80s comic that was very weird. Even when I was a kid, it was weird and it was not huge, but it was supposedly Reed's father. I, I think I'm just wor- most worried because I was thinking about it. The, the best Fantastic Four re- reboot I've ever seen is the one in the Venture Brothers. <laughs> where they play, where they played it for laughs. And that's like, that's not a... <laughs> right. That's worrisome, to say the least. <laughs> Man, I, I feel like they can do that. I feel like it could be done. 
I actually worry about Shang-Chi. And mostly just because I'm, I'm worried that the audience isn't sophisticated enough. That they'll just be like, oh, this is a kung fu movie. And the kung fu people will love it, but it won't get like the mass audience like to go. But Black Panther proved me absolutely wrong, man. There, I mean, my God, that was amazing. And, and uh, God, that was so incredible. But I, I feel We're like 20 that. 20 years removed from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, almost winning Oscar Best Picture, though. I can't remember. Did that have a, a big uh, box office in America? No, but only because I think it was barely released here. Uh, that's kind. Of, that's that's kind of why it was kind of a phenomenon. It like almost no one saw it, but everyone who did was like, "My God, this is awesome!" Yeah, because I remember us. Did we go to a theater? We had to go to like Dobie or someplace kind of esoteric to watch it, if I remember right. Our friend Brady was the one that was. We got to see this is what I what I recall. And then we all powwow together to go. I I thought Judge Champion. You might be right. Asian cinema was always his thing. But well, he, regardless, yeah, it, it was good. It yeah. was good. I mean, yes. I. It lost to Gladiator because Gladiator is awesome, but and that's yeah. a good movie. Yeah, I'm, I mainly just worry about the esoteric nature of it. Not so much that they couldn't tell a good story. It's just no one will go to see it. I think I think Marvel will have it figured out. And I think, you know, stuff like Crazy Rich Asians has shown that there's a there's a pretty, pretty massive Asian-American and, you know, of course, in worldwide uh, audience that's ready to see more more heroes and, and main characters of, of Asian descent. And I think I think it's going to be a. It's going to be a big thing. It's going to shock people, I think. Yeah, uh, for me, it's more, it's not the Asian part, because, I mean, Crazy Rich Asians is spectacular. It's the country. It's really not. I love it, but it's a bad movie. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I <laughs> like, like it. We can go 15 com. minutes on this if you want to, but. <laughs> I mean, it's not, yeah, I mean. I hate myself every, every day. I watch it. I'm, I, you know, like, I watch it, I watch this thing once a week, and I'm like, I, why? Oh, like in a gym or something? Oh, this, this, no, like no, that, that would be no. much better if oh, okay. <laughs> it's just on TVS. And I'm like, okay, okay, this is this is the montage scene. I gotta sit down for five minutes and watch <laughs> Aquafina and the guy from uh, the, the, the Walmart show just rip, rip her a new one. This sounds like my season five arrow addiction of 2000. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think martial art, I think they're gonna find a way to make the martial arts not, uh, not like a not like a Hong Kong film. I think they're gonna do it the Marvel way, and I think, it's oh, gonna yeah. Be, going to be good i think mm. i think there's going to be supernatural elements to it too that i think is going to it's going to take it over the top it's going to be really awesome yeah I, black yeah. panther would have been a much harder sell and it, it, it crushed like i think it's like their third best film uh i know highest grossing film of all time yeah if they, if they can do that shang chi is i feel i feel like much lower hanging fruit preach preacher yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be i'm excited for that one for for multiple reasons i'm, I'm just nervous I, I i'm excited for all marvel movies it's, it's at this point but I, I, I just I get nervous about that one. I mean, if, if anything, me better about it. if anything, like one division is like sport just continues to solidify like my oh, I wasn't sure about that one, Bob. But dang it, they pulled it off and had me hooked every week to week. And it was the conversation of the freaking winter freaking one division. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, who and knows? It's weird. <laughs> like, it's a weird show. It works, but it's bizarre. It <laughs> yeah. was. You're, you're absolutely right, man. I. I, it was everything I hoped it would be. I hoped it would be an exploration of all of her trauma, and that was exactly what that show was about. And, oh, just couldn't believe it. <laughs> as, as things were happening that I hoped would happen, and, and man, the writing on that. Oh, and oh. the memes. The glorious memes. <laughs> oh. 
That's one of the joys of, that was one of the joys of Saturday morning. <laughs> you just can't get that if you're if people are binge watching. I really do believe like week to week really helps with the memes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize how much I needed that. <laughs> what was that quote from Vision about persevering? <laughs> but, what what is brunch if not breakfast persevering? <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then they they ended their. Like it was a beautiful sentiment, but it also it's so memeable. It's just oh, chef's kiss. <laughs> I've, I've got to ask the, the only, well, one of the few weak things for me was white vision, just leaving. He just left. And I, I was, where is he? Where'd he go? Well, I feel like that's the best scenario after you have like a factory re, uh, reinstallation. <laughs> I he, just, has, I, he's fresh, he, has to, he has to get all of his apps and contacts back. He'll be back. Yeah. I just, why fly off? I, that, that was the thing that really struck me of, of, of all of it was, I know they needed to get him out of the way. I get the, the plot device, but I really am like, Really? <laughs> just, I'm vision. Poof! <laughs> Fly away! I forgot. I left my oven on. See ya. That's right. Yeah. The milk! <laughs> <laughs> That's where I left my car. Shit! Yeah. <laughs> You've unlocked my memory. I know where it is. The parking yeah. ticket's going to be insane. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even stick around to help out with the bad guys fighting outside the door. I mean, he left. Just flat left. <laughs> He, he, the bad guys that, mind you, rebuilt him against his own wishes and and did all that stuff are right outside, and he left. That was I, I was I just wanted to see something there, and I'm, I'm a little scratching my head about all of it because I, I know that's what they're supposed to do. They moved all these great puzzle pieces into these wonderful spots, right? Yeah. Uh, to see the dark hole come into play, that was awesome for those of us that stuck through. Agents of Shield. So many seasons of Agents of Shield, and help me out. But I, my recollection was that even touching that book would drive the mortal mind <laughs> like insane or something like that. Yeah. What? Right. Yeah. I mean, even... I guess if you're the Scarlet Witch, presumably it doesn't matter. But that's uh... what I loved about it. It was like it was a great flex if you were mm. a, a, a Agents of Shield fan, and she's sitting there just perusing the motherfucker, and it had driven people nuts for seasons. And agents of well, Key, I think you may have answered your own question. W Wanda has a history in comics of uh, mental illness with this kind of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. They may they might play that up. I don't. Who knows? Uh, right? I mean, yeah. Well, I, I assume that that's somewhere where they're going because uh, her kids. You know, she heard the kids. Right. Right. And so the whole question of you know what is reality? If I can write reality. Yeah, they, they've explored that in a lot of the comics with her in the last <laughs> Reality years. is a one billion dollar motion picture with Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> that was to me. That was the, the uh, kind of a, a meta takeaway for the show was they do great things with the characters. They definitely moved Wanda and Vision forward in really great, interesting ways. And I think mm -hmm. Wanda needed a show because they just kept pushing her all these traumatic events that happen to her character in these movies. Since she's not the main one of the main yeah. handful of characters, she needed a show. And I'm glad yeah. that they did it. I think WandaVision is great. But they're not going to like introduce mutants. They're not going to introduce the multiverse. They're not going to do big things for the MCU in these shows, I don't think. I think they're going to tell meaningful stories and like explain or explore pockets of the world. But if they're going to like introduce mutants, I just don't see that being in a Disney Plus show. And that was to me, to me like 
I just it's it's a mental model to keep in mind of like the the, the big universe shattering things like shield being destroyed stuff like that. it happen, it has to happen in the movies I think and I think that's where they're going to probably keep that stuff. Hmm. Is my theory. At least until such time as they don't do it. Well, that's and then we're all like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, it, it just seems like you want the big stuff to happen in the movies because it's going to drive more. It's not going it, to Disney Plus subscriptions aren't going to be a substitute for box office. I mean, right now they are, but I mean, it's a this is a once in a generation type of pandemic thing. I yeah. think in the long run, I, I if I were Kevin Feige, I would think big things, big introductions have to happen in a movie theater. Well, I, I'm wondering about the whole. I don't know. I mean, I think Chapey disagrees. Yeah, I mean, Vision being what Vision is now, and Wanda particularly being what Wanda is now, I feel like those are both huge. They're big for those characters. Don't get me wrong. But like having Wolverine pop up out of nowhere, like it just, oh, and be like, oh, mutants are real. Like that kind of big, like fabric of the MCU altering things, I think are going to stay in the movies for now. Well, one of the, things I was wondering about was you know with her doing what she was doing particularly to photon to uh with with her I mean what is she now yeah is she a mutant <laughs> is she what what is that <laughs> what what happened to her because I mean they, they put bullets through her <laughs> and, and uh and then her of course her children being what they are I had a good long talk with my kids and my wife about like okay well those kids were real. They were as real as any other kid. And then you hear them at the end. Are they still real? Even if they don't have a body, <laughs> you know, or maybe they do have a body and they're somewhere else. So you have no idea. And that whole question of what is real. I mean, that just circles around Wanda, you know, over and over. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But like Wanda didn't permanently rewrite, reality for the mcu to like bring it like i'm just saying like a big a big change to the mcu as a whole versus sure as a character like i feel like that stuff you're going to find in the movies yeah like that that to me just seems to be the the way they're setting it up just coming out of this this show i mean who knows yeah, you're right cyrus i mean they could do whatever the hell they want <laughs> but i feel like from a business sense and a creative sense that they're probably going to want to keep that the big stuff in the in the movies big big stuff although i i I really like i said i did i I felt like wanda needed a show and i'm glad she got it because oh yeah they needed this she needed this as a character it's it's great the way they moved her forward and vision as well i love that we still get vision i'm help me out here though because my recollection of the west coast avengers is uh pretty scant (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty thin guys and your wonder man canon is not fully filled out oh god oh right and (laughs) But what I seem to recall, without getting into the whole Wonder Man shit, good Jesus, uh, I don't want to go down that path. That's a bar ditch. We're just going to plow into it and never get out. <laughs> <laughs> but I seem to recall that Vision, you know, he got the memories of the original Vision back, but uh-huh. it took him some amount of time in the comics and years in our in in the in, in reading the comics. It took five six years of him that there was a difference between having the memories that you could watch like a video versus no that's actually me that's how i feel and they they spent you know a good five to ten years milking that story of is this really me or are these just videos i'm watching of somebody else that they milked out of the white vision before they ultimately reconciled both of them and turned them back into one 
normal cohesive vision. And I'm just, I asked that because I'm wondering if it's going to go down that path with uh, white vision now. But am I remembering that right? That they kind of did that over the, I think it was the eighties because by the nineties vision was back. Hell, they ripped him in half. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, the, and then they ripped him in half. Yeah, that's right. But it was right. It wasn't long before that, that they had uh, kind of reconciled vision back to being, you know, the vision of old. But well, then, that, so, then that would be because Avengers disassembled is 2004, three. Uh-huh. Four or five. Yeah. That's four, two, that's five. So, and I think uh, West Coast Avengers heyday, what, you know, such that it was, would have been the 80s. So there's, there's yeah. a pretty big gap there in the middle. Right. But the, the 90s were a tough time for the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, right. And so, so much so that Mark Miller couldn't get Ultimate Avengers called Ultimate Avengers. Right. Right. Because they, they saw it internally as a dead brand. I'm just curious, like, what property... I guess we don't, we don't know enough about what movies pop up after kind of the, the next five or six, but like, where's that white, where's white vision going to show up next? Yeah. That's what I'm wondering. Cause if they're going to move that story along, where do they move it with? What vehicle are they in? I, I can't help but think that multiverse is going to have something to do with Wanda. Mm. The she's, whole she's magic. confirmed in it. She's confirmed yeah. to be in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But I mean like uh, uh, more than just like a, a cameo. Yeah, I agree. Right? I mean, Thor Ragnarok had a, a Benedict Cumberbatch in it, but that was nothing more than a, a bit of a glorified cameo. But I think Wanda's going to be more prevalent just because I do feel like one of the big movements of this WandaVision thing that will have ramifications down the line is going to be the expansion of magic. They really leaned into that. Yeah. One of the arguments with her is, is she the most powerful character in the canon? Yep. And it's always it's always her or, or Carol, right? Yeah. Yep. This was uh, quite a flex from Wanda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So don't lie. My God. Super cool. Super cool. Uh, just... My 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 hope is that is that our, our second television series is Vision and we get, and we finally get the Tom King take on it. And that's what they're Ooh. exploring. That that's how he does it. He he does that. he sets up this this uh basically experiment to see is he real or or is he not? But you don't think that they took a lot of that already for this? I thought surprisingly no, because I thought they were going to lean heavily into it. I felt like a, a lot of the vision aspects were that. The, you know, they had the dog Sparky. Yeah. I can't think of what else. <laughs> that was it. But, yeah, no, nobody, none of the other characters murdered someone. <laughs> like, uh, spoilers, but uh, right. like, I, I just I just hope he doesn't go back to Westview to do it. I think those people in that town have had enough. Uh, yeah. No, a big part of the vision was uh, a, a robot trying to be teach other robots to be human. That was the charm of it. Yeah. And I, I don't think this this show, this show was dealing with that very much at all. It was very wander centric. Guys, I'm looking here at the list. We've got Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, season one. What if? Season right. Miss Marvel, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, She Hulk, The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. <laughs> Which Indeed. we haven't talked enough about. Secret Invasion, Iron Heart, Armor Wars, and an untitled Wakanda series. And if it's not called Wakanda Forever, <laughs> God damn it. I hate you and you're wrong. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Same as Thor 4, 4 Thors. 
I'm getting a Thor four. I, so, I mean, that's <laughs> to bring you full circle. I'm just, I'm just glad. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and in the movies, we've got, of course, Doctor Strange or Spider Man No Way Home. Well, let me start back. Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternals, Spider Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness, Thor: Love and Thunder, Black Panther two, Captain Marvel two, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume three, and Fantastic Four. That's the list of ongoing projects and they're sticking with the three flicks a year plan right just to uh, say um well i don't know i think some epidemiologists of that allow them to do so right right now dr strange thor black panther captain marvel and ant-man are all listed for 22 2022 <laughs> let's do it <laughs> man we won't have to leave the theater that that year is going to be just one long ass vacation when this freaking pandemic is like uh you oh, know, yeah, behind man. us in a real way I hope that's so. My, that's going to be my Marvel vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> There's the podcast title, the Marvel vaccine. Before we close it down, have you guys have seen this buzz that um the Impel line of Marvel Universe cards are making a comeback? Yes, I hadn't. I hadn't heard about this. I'm thrilled. I've got all of them. Oh, thank God! Because I, I was I was scared to bring it up because you have trading card stories that are really full of woe. I have the first three series. Yeah. Oh, wow. Those series. are the best ones. And I've got Marvel Metal. I've got that one as well. Although- I just have I just have some, uh, I, like, probably a few dozen that I cherished as a young man from the first series. Help me remember, but I've heard or read somewhere that a bunch of the famous artists now made their break into the industry with those card sets but really? i cannot remember who they were nor do i remember if the cards actually say who drew the photos on them they don't so i uh i may have lost a couple of nights trying to figure this out um a lot of the cards i have i i picked because i like the way they were drawn and i discovered that many of those were drawn by none other than arthur adams himself whoa really yeah Shit. Yeah, Dang. yeah, like, like, like there's a gorgeous shadow cat from that first series, and it's Art Adams. A huh. as far as guys who you didn't know at the time, Mark Bagley, for example, did the Guardians of the Galaxy team rookie card. <laughs> oh right, right. <laughs> huh. Really? That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's spectacular. Yeah, I did like. Yeah. What's funny is I I didn't know that at the time, but the, you know, like the stats on the back, they just made them up. No. <laughs> yeah, they're totally not surprised. <laughs> those weren't vetted. Nope. I took those as freaking gospel when I was like eleven years did. old. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, it was it was such a throwaway thing that they like this isn't going to be anything, and then for like you know for a brief year there they were just everywhere. I wonder if they struggled with some of those, or it was just like a random number generator. Because I mean. You know, I'm sure Aunt, Aunt, the Aunt May card was easy, like you know, power one or whatever. But. No, they she had like she had hers. Hers were kitschy. She had like pies baked, seven hundred eighty. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. Here's a set <laughs> on eBay near Mint for one hundred and seventy-five dollars. Of Jesus series Christ. one. Series one. With the holograms. Um, I doubt it. Those are the ones that are hard to get. I got all it's, those. I do you really? Uh, I'm so that's the thing. I was like, oh sweet, these are worth money. 
Oh, I don't really want to sell them though. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to sell them. I've I, got my. Have... I've got my holograms in a in an old baseball card box with written by my eleven year old self with marker on it. Ariel's private box. Do not touch. <laughs> I, I have that still under threat of kung fu grip. <laughs> and I will cherish that box forever because mm -hmm. that is like a little slice of my childhood, right? Just like right I, I adored them. Later. They were so much fun. I just got you know uh, Jim Lee. There's a, there's a 100 at, at the peak of their uh, their uh, their popularity in '92. There was there's an X Men set of 100 cards, and Lee did the artwork for all of them. That's the I one used, I want. I used to have that, and like I think my parents sold it or something because I I you know moved away and never mm. found that. Asked my parents, but I had that in a in a in a in a binder. The whole thing because that was really cool. They had like a nine card like like one giant piece of art that was broken up into nine cards and mm -hmm. you can like put the borders on your little binder set and like get a whole like danger room scene or something. I yeah. remember that was really awesome. Uh, let me, let me, uh, check. I had moved on by that time, but yeah, I, in my deep dive recently, I saw that. That was like, that's a cool idea. You can buy the set with the holograms complete for uh, $700. <laughs> damn. God damn. Dang. I'm going to go resurrect that set. Hang on. <laughs> motherfucker, all the comics I collected, or all the books I collected, all the comics I collected, and that motherfucking trading card set is going to be the most valuable. <laughs> Actually, what it'll, what it'll be for all of us is going to be the board games we played when we were younger. Uh, because no one thought to, to, to keep those things in their boxes and take care of them. <laughs> Until the re-release, Fireball Island was like worth hundreds of dollars. Oh, Axis wow. Allies. That one I don't think so much because I think it's been pretty much in continuous production. Fuck you. But... <laughs> no, they, they borked it with in the last ten years or so. So it's all screwed up. What do you mean it's all screwed up? Well, they they broke it out into like different Like does Germany win now? Is it all man in the high castle? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's no longer like one game. It's like uh they broke it into like the early parts of the war, the later parts of the war. You can't just get a simple old. Oh, here's Axis and L. Now it's oh, uh, they they made a cinematic universe. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> Except for them, they're raking in the cash now. Yeah, well, I guess. Well, not as much cash as looking on eBay here. Not as much, <laughs> not near as much cash as that fucking Marvel set. God damn. <laughs> Yeah, if, if you have them and the and if they're they're cut well, because apparently they were they were made on the cheap, so a lot of them are crooked. But by the time I was card collecting, got into those, I was the right age to know how to take care of them. So I, yeah, you know, it might be worth uh, the PSA uh, fees to get some of those graded boys. Is what I is what I would well, like to yeah. relate. If you can bear to part with them, I, I don't know that I can. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like I, yeah, <laughs> they're an aerial special box. <laughs> yeah, my holograms at least are. Yeah. There's your podcast title, Aerial Special. <laughs> Don't touch. <laughs> as far as I can tell, the three cutest things that Disney has created in the last decade are, are uh, Groku, Baby Groot, and Baby Vision. Oh, right, baby. I forgot about that intro scene. Oh my god! Intro credits. That baby vision thing. That was spectacular. That was hysterical. And I feel convinced that they were that every one of the theme songs that they sang at the beginning of every episode was telling us 
here's what's coming. If you listen to all the words, they're all happy-go-lucky sounding, but then the 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 lyrics are very telling. Did anybody else pick up on that, or is that? Just oh, me? I I've, I've been screaming at anyone who will listen to me on social media that we're not talking enough about how good the music for this show was. Oh my God, it was Agatha all along was so spectacular. That song is blowing up. That song is oh, everywhere. Is it? Oh yeah. <laughs> That they got the tone right on every single version, which isn't it? Which is not easy to do. Yeah, the the it, it's the team behind Frozen and Frozen Two, and they they crushed it again. Yeah. The only way it could have been better is if Wanda had whispered no more fan theories. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that meme though; it's out there. It is. Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's a very easy, very easy comic book uh, splash page to uh, to edit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, again, this thing, this thing was the gift oh, of Christian yeah. giving. I thought I was being original. There's, there's a, a thousand memes of this. <laughs> God damn it. I was, I had that one in the holster. I was, oh. Sorry to tuna steak you, man, but that one is, uh. <laughs> Fuckers. I've been tuna steaked again. There's your episode title, tuna steaked again. <laughs> tuna steak through the heart. <laughs> tuna steak through the heart. <laughs> Where the hell am I going to find an image for that? <laughs> Blade. That's another one. That's another one they're working on. Yeah. Freaking Blade, man. I heard that, uh, or I read, I didn't hear shit. Uh, I read that uh, Wesley Snipes had not been invited to participate, and so he's making his own vampire killer killer movie. So a killer of vampire oh. killers. You should just play Whistler now. Yeah, yeah that oh would be awesome. <laughs> That would be so awesome. Oh, that's the best. How goddamn hard is this? <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> so uh, you guys remember, I think this was like back in the 90s, the Darkhold Retrievers. You guys remember that group? I think Blade was yes. part of it. Oh, yeah. It'd be awesome if they were setting something up like that. They call it something else, please. But uh, the, the the concept of a group the trying to hunt the Darkhold. Something. <laughs> sons of Darkness. I think that would be a, a cool long-term play. Uh, like Dave, a, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, call it Dark Avengers if you want. Uh, oh, just uh, something, something, you know, a little further out after Blade exists and the Darkhold's been around and like and stuff. I think that would be cool. I want to say... call the Black Vampire Killer a Dark Avenger? Okay, maybe not. Oh, maybe I don't think they could do that. <laughs> they were called Darkhold Retrievers back in the 90s. They, they got to come up with some other name. That, that seems kind of lame nowadays. But. Retrievers? Retrievers. They were just trying to get the dark hold back. <laughs> Fetch. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't conjure quite what I think they thought. <laughs> yeah, a terrible name. That's some that's some yeah. 1990s level writing. I think there's right? I think there might even be one of those Marvel cards about that that group. But uh <laughs> they uh they should totally like if that if that, that that's an interesting concept to try to play with uh, if they introduce some more Characters that kind of are on the mystical side, but maybe a little bit not as powerful as Wanda, and they're trying to do something. I think that'd be cool. Man, you've taken me down a dark hole. <laughs> Jesus, we'll retrieve it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Right, don't put those words together, America. <laughs> oh man, I found. Yeah, something. without without Google Safe Search on that, could be truly. I'm I'm on some. Geo cities looking shit, looking at the Marvel Cinematic Universe database that some kid made. Oh, Lord, in 1994. Mm. 
completely forgot what I was going to ask. I'm looking for the retrievers. Sorry for <laughs> derailing this. Yeah, I, <laughs> my memory, my memory may be wrong, but I, I, I felt like there was something like that, some group like that. Well, I'm only at I. I got to get to R. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Just bear with me. I'm looking for retriever. Darkhold retrievers. Uh, yeah. Here's the Marvel retinal. Is that two or three words? <laughs> <laughs> Darkhold is one word. Is one? Yeah, it's one. Okay. There's the Marvel Retinal Scanner. I'm uh, sorry, I'm wrapped up. I, I, okay, I, I, I just hit close. You're in the multiverse of madness. I understand. I, I, I'm, I'm in the uh, Marvel database of madness. <laughs> your eyes are glowing red. You have a TR on your head. It's not oh, good. There's flickering. There's flickering gifts all over this. Thing. <laughs> Is there an under construction gif somewhere? Oh, dancing babies. Yeah. It looks like somebody gave up on this shit long ago. This is what no, I get from Googling. No. Dark hold retreat. Unbelievable. That's what I get. First first entry <laughs> on Google with dark hold retriever. Jesus. And no, there is no retriever. Last. <laughs> it says see dark hold. <laughs> Classic internet. <laughs> retriever, retriever. Uh, retrieve. Here we go. See Darkhold. Don't you just love? I, I I hate getting burned by this, so I'll, I'll say love ironically. Uh, when you're looking for like a character, and then the only article you find is a Wikipedia article that's like list of characters in the show. It's like no, I wanted to find detailed information on this character, not the fact that they are yes one in a list of characters that appear on this show. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, yeah, that happens every once in a while. But then there's like you know entire like uh, fandom wikis on like any any show you you want like procedural TV show, but you can't find or that Teen one Wolf. thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Teen Wolf wiki's got like eleven thousand entries, but I can't. <laughs> but I don't want that. Well, well, Key, are you done or? I'm done. I I, I can find nothing about the Darkhold Retrievers. That is a stunning outcome. <laughs> I think that that could be an, an entry in one of those contests about trying to put two words together that Google's never seen before. <laughs> yeah, Google Whack. Yeah, that's it. Twinkie Relish. <laughs> now, now, or is that, or is that a Jaeger name? We're back to this. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good Jaeger name. That's... Ariel, what's coming up on a comic strip this month? Oh, we are we're reading Black Hammer Volume Two, and we're we're going back uh, and doing Alias, like good old Jessica Jones, uh, Volume One. Um, so my uh, my not to challenge Dusky. <laughs> yes, I, I forgot that that is a special place in this podcast's heart. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, you know, I, have you guys read Black Hammer at all? <laughs> <laughs> Sidestepping that completely. Yeah, I No, it's 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 a it's a Jeff Lemire joint, and it's uh, very much like in the superhero pastiche genre. Like you know, can't have can't have uh, Shazam, but you got a Shazam like character. Can't have a Thor, but yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's it, it doesn't. It's it's kind of like got a nice uh, weird like retro sixty sci fi uh, vibe to the art and the kind of the way the story kind of evolves with. A bunch of new and weird and twisted things added on top of it. It's um, I wouldn't say it's like a a, a slam dunk like uh like uh, for example like well we've talked about Saga or or I don't know if you guys have heard of Die which is also a really great uh new series coming out of Image um but uh, it, it's I've it's, heard buzz about that one. 
Yeah, that one's that one's Kieran Gillen. It's uh, written by Kieran Gillen. It's like really really hot right now. Uh, it's an awesome series. We just reviewed that actually actually on the on the comic strip podcast uh, last this past month. But um, yeah, Black Hammer's uh, it's interesting in its own its own right. There's, there's a lot of little nooks and crannies like that. I think that one's Dark Horse, but uh, yeah, always always something. So is it a Silver Age pastiche? Yeah, I would say yeah, I would say okay. Silver Age, but with a with kind of a, like an like Silver Age characters that are old. So you're you're the older. So like they're they're kind of they're, <laughs> Centrum Silver Age. <laughs> yes, yes, Centrum Silver Age. Oh no. Um, they're 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 ta- they're yeah. They're, the the premise is like they're taken after they're already all past their prime and leftovers, if you will, into like this this small town and like there's a mystery about why that was and where the space heaters are unused. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Full <laughs> uh, charge though. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll charge in that solar panel, that solar power battery. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It just it, it it's it's got a charm all its own. It's uh okay. not not something like I've 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 read elsewhere, but uh, you know. Anyway, so we're reading that and we're reading uh, the aforementioned Alias Volume One. Nice. I'm reading Harleen, a DC Comics Black Label. Started that today from Stepan cool. Sejic. Hopefully, I'm saying that right, but I I think it usually is an itch when it's an IC and Eastern European. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a just a Harley Quinn origin story retail. It's so far I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Cool, gorgeous. I just finished uh, the uh, three Jokers. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard about this. Is that what it's called? Not because I have I have not. Yeah, essentially, uh, there's there's actually three Jokers, not one. So is that what happened? He's breaking out. <laughs> the, the, they they finally decided to reveal. Is this the memento gambit? <laughs> no, I'm shit, I messed that joke up. The prestige, damn it. <laughs> Just search Joker's retrievers. On DC <laughs> yeah, they had to round up the Joker retrievers. Yeah. <laughs> Who's it by? Oh, uh, oh God, what's his name? Uh, Jeff Johns. I thought they removed all trace of him from the company. No. <laughs> uh, I, I, if if they had, they hadn't quite scrubbed this one out yet. <laughs> they should get around to it. I found it in the corner. Oh, so you are or are not liking it? I just finished. I started. I, I finished it in a, in an hour and a half. It didn't take long. I, I did not like. It. No, God, but <laughs> <laughs> that was what we were be, looking for. You could, could, could oh, be a sandwich. Okay. Could be a shit. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was a shit sandwich. <laughs> ah. I, 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 sometimes you just read it and you're just like what yeah i i was intrigued by it i thought that there were some good things there there's certainly they they actually say that uh i i don't know if this thing's even canon i mean i i get the general sense that <laughs> DC has those, canon. you know when you're reading it and you think they're just making while, up as they go <laughs> well while you're reading it you're thinking Man, editorial is gonna have to figure out how to make this never happen while you're reading it. Like ah, but they <laughs> fired editorial. <laughs> yeah, well, like literally, they did that. Bat- whoever has to do with Batman for the next five years until this is collectively forgotten, they're they're gonna have to you know work to make it forgotten. There are twelve animated Batman films on HBO Max right now as we speak. Mm-hmm. I had no idea they made like eleven of those. <laughs> oh, Batman and the Red Hood was very good. Yeah. Some of the other ones, like uh, Bad Blood, I really enjoyed as well. 
Really? Because that one I, I I saw, I was like, mm. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I looked looks... at the cover, I was like, I feel like they're yeah. trying too hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's that. They actually, I'm getting they a sci-fi have... vibe here. <laughs> <laughs> they have a. Some of them have a continuity. Like there's, they they did like a new fifty two, like an animated new fifty two. What they did, what they did, whatever they wanted with the characters, but they they look. They have the again. This is what DC does. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and that they're all like there's a there's a pretty like long string of continuity between a bunch of the those animated films. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoy Bad Blood in particular. What's the premise? It's kind of like um, it's it's a little bit I mean, of the Damian That's a Taylor Lynch. Swift single too, right? Am I misremembering? <laughs> they, <laughs> so they do not play it. They do not license okay, it for right. this film. Yes, uh, I cast all of, mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's like a, there's like a Detective Comics. It's kind of like a little bit of Detective Comics. Like you got Nightwing, uh, Batwoman, Batwing. Um, they they kind of introduce like the Bat, Bat family. Yeah, exactly, and. Uh, <laughs> They kind of do the Bat Family Detective Comics thing, but they also have a little bit of uh, I think that I think their one before that is Court of Owls, and then they this one they do like um, like a Damian Wayne. I don't want to spoil. It. There's like a Damian. There's more Damian Wayne stuff and Talia Ghul and League of Shadows and all that stuff. Um, but it's it's fun just. This is all those... one movie. Yes, they oh, they don't God. introduce them all. They all introduce prior to, except for Batwoman and Batwing. I think those two are introduced in that particular film. Uh, but the other ones that already existed, so they kind of... Oh, okay, they all come together. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damien, I think, gets introduced in, like, Son of Batman or something, and so there's, like, yeah. a... He has, like, a three-movie arc or something, and I think this one's the last one for Damien, if I remember correctly, in terms of him having a big part of the storyline, and then it kind of continues in Teen Titans or something like that. Anyway, they 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 string a bunch of stuff together. They they tried really hard. Uh, it, it, you know, <laughs> with, varying, with varying success. <laughs> <laughs> the theme song is great. <laughs> now we got bad blood. No, I thought you were gonna say that. Was the, they tried really hard to resort theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I I enjoyed that one for what it was. It's not you know. No, that's fine. It's I, not one division, but it's uh, it's fun in its own way. I've got to find some time to watch Coming to America. That's on Amazon, right? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Coming to America cinematic universe. <laughs> the original post credit scene. <laughs> yeah, discovered today. Battleship has a post credit scene. Oh God, are you serious? Really? Yeah. I remember. This is back when Hollywood didn't know. Still, well, back when they still don't know why the the Marvel movies are actually good. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we'll just put a stinger. Now <laughs> make it good. No, not what. <laughs> Yeah, they're too bad they couldn't spin up the Milton Bradley cinematic universe. Yeah, uh, Jesus have, Christ. Uh, that yeah. uh, you know, snakes and ladders would have uh, would have really been a <laughs> hell of a crossover with Battleship or whatever. <laughs> boggle, gleaming the boggle. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you know, Key, you don't need to worry about Shane Chi. People watch Gleaming the Cube. That's fair. That's how. That's how. That's how thirsty we were for ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> you have no other choice. VHS hadn't really spread yet. Is that or Channel 39? Oh, Channel 30. I want to do a whole episode about Channel 39 one of these days. Oh, yeah, I'd be in on that. Ariel would be disappointed. Yeah, I, I, I unfortunately I don't have the. A North Texas thing. Yeah. From, from the before times. <laughs> I am aware of Channel 39, but I was, did not experience Channel oh, 39. Um, yes, you have. You have experienced it. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> I'm sure there was an equivalent where I grew up. but it, Look, every time I've ever asked you 
about the kung fu movies where they're like using different uh, animals as their like spirit movements. You know, oh, I know caterpillar, and then they climb on the wall. Bizarre. Yeah, the five deadly venoms. Yeah. Okay. Well, that all of that. The only reason why I can even ask those incoherent questions is because of Channel Thirty Nine. <laughs> okay. So you know, now you know who to blame. <laughs> Every curse word my my kids know are because of Channel Thirty Nine. Because my recollection of movies like The Blues Brothers is that that was a good wholesome comedy. Let's watch that. So then I'll throw on the Blues Brothers DVD, thinking that it's my you know Channel Thirty Nine or TBS. To be fair, TBS used to be this too. You'd have that TBS memory. Now it's just Thor and Crazy Rich Asians, <laughs> which I'm here for. Yeah. But you, you think it's, oh, this is clean, kind of like Mad Max, right? And then you watch it and you're like, holy shit, there's all sorts of terrible shit in this that was edited for TV. Yeah, it's pretty woke, man. You're trying to watch Bad News Bears now? Battle 39. <laughs> Just talking about that shit makes me want to burn this channel to the ground. Man, anime too. That's good stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. Late night. Dang. Or super early in the morning. They had their own, like, because MTV was the devil. And so they had their own, like, one-hour music video thing you could watch, like, on Friday nights at 11. Are you talking about Soul Train? <laughs> no, no that, that was in the morning on Saturdays. I, that's how you knew cartoons were over on Channel 3. <laughs> um, uh, cartoons are all over. Soul Train's on. Saturdays. No, you misremember. You're mistaken. It was Robotech and then inexplicably the 700 Club. <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> he's not making that up. <laughs> no, I, I, oddly, I've had that same experience growing yeah. up where I, you know, in, yeah. in Florida, like uh, that things were ruined as soon as the 700 Club stopped. <laughs> Stop having fun. Jimmy's on. What kind of pills <laughs> was that guy taking that was, let's, you know, he's got a whiteboard. He's setting up the, the show. In what order? When, when should we bring Jesus to the masses? Well, we got Robotech. I'm all right after Robotech. That'll cleanse the palate. It feels like it should be a joke, but it's not. It actually, this fucking happened. No, I know. This is real. That's what makes it so great. Yeah. That, that is a good idea. <laughs> Do that. God, I'm sure if we talked about it for an hour, spent, spent an hour on this that we could recall almost precisely. You, you, we could sit down and hash out the order of the episodes as they came out. You know, like, what time of day? Oh, the programming. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, at yeah noon, probably. At noon, it was Hogan's Heroes. Yeah. And I always remember the fight with my mother because I'd want to see the end of Hogan's Heroes. And she was like, but Days of Our Lives is about to start. <laughs> and they don't spend any time recapping what happened no, last time. No, you got to watch that hourglass. <laughs> this part. God, days are all lies. I'm talking about that shit in forever either. Bow and hope. You can stream it on Peacock if you want. Sorry. Uh, do they I do not old, want. If they have the old episodes on Peacock, that might be the only temptation. I don't know. I haven't delved. You came out hard against Peacock. It's true. <laughs> you rattled them almost immediately. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I'm waiting to see which one sets the lower bar, that or Paramount Plus. But 
<laughs> this is another awkward conversation. I guess we got to have Paramount Plus is just CBS All Access rebranded. Yes. I know. Yes. <laughs> On a mountaintop. Because it's a Paramount. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes it better. Never mind. Why? <laughs> just a just a Tyrus, branding thing. Tyrus going for the coveted third tuna steak here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, lest our charger uh, run dry, I'm going to remind you all that you've been listening to Full of Sun and Fury number 105. Uh, I've been Cyrus Mortazavi of Kirkland, Washington. Uh, check me out at greatswordstudios.com. With me has been Ariel Rodriguez of the Comic Strip Podcast. Thank you for having me, sir. Also with us, uh, having survived 35, uh, Mad Max style, it sounds like, has been Keyshawn Xavier. Two men enter, one man leave. This episode and previous episodes of Full of Sound and Fury Podcast are available at fullofsoundandfurypodcast.com, as well as via subscription to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. This has been a Great Sword Studios production, copyright 2021. Retrievers, assemble! <laughs>